This episode is brought to you by Arbitrary Ways to Improve the Analytics for our podcast's average listen time. This is me talking backwards. You should replay this a couple of times until you can work out what I said. I think that'll be really, really fun. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report on Wednesday, the 15th of September, 2021. Dom Knight here with Charles Firth on new iPhone day, the happiest day of the year, Charles. What a disappointing announcement it was this morning from the Steve Jobs arena. Just want to be really clear that we definitely got up at 5am to record this based on what actually happened at the Apple keynote, okay? In no way did we record this yesterday and just try and guess based on the same way that these things always go every single year, okay? That's our, our promise to you. No, but the new features that were announced at 3am this morning and that we definitely heard are all, I mean, it's just lame. It's Apple, like, it, it, like I'm, I'm calling it now. It's over for Apple. Did I, you I just don't cancel think that Apple? they're even going to be a company in a year. You just cancelled Apple. I've cancelled Apple. Cancel culture has come to Apple because, A, no flamethrower in yeah. the, not even in the pro models. <laughs> So I mean, what's think the that point? The pros about would grading? come with weapons of violence, wouldn't you? <laughs> exactly. Like, what what did we get? We got oh wow, a little bit of an extra better lens. Who cares? Marginally upgraded camera system. That's all they do every year. It's yeah. just a slightly better camera system. But you know, the thing that does change every year, Charles, is the price. Yes, yes. But Charles, you're discounting the refresh. Right, they changed it from 60 hertz to 120 hertz. It's a game changer. Oh, absolutely. Look, I'm looking forward to you know, telling my 75-year-old dad that he needs to upgrade his phone because he'll get better frame rates in Fortnite. Yeah, (laughs) on the incredibly tiny screen watching movies, it's slightly higher refresh rate if the content is recorded at a higher refresh rate, which it isn't. I mean, the thing is, when you look at a phone, you go, you know what I hate about this? The flicker, the side eye <laughs> flicker. That's the problem that I'm facing. So, no, no, I, look, I, I, that said, you know, like this is probably the worst thing ever. Apple is definitely cancelled. That said, I am definitely ordering one on Friday. Oh, yeah, I've already ordered mine. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, me yeah. too. I'm definitely getting one. I just don't know whether to get the, the Pro version or the Pro Max version mm. or just get two Pro Maxes. But, but Apple's over. It's over. Coming up on the show, we're talking to Victoria Zerbst. Uh, she's, uh, she says that she's, it's like her favorite day of the year or something like that. It's not, I don't think it's the iPhone though. I think it might be the Met Gala. What? The Met What? I don't even know what that is. You'll find out very shortly. And in just a moment, we're going to take you to Rebecca Dana Muno in the Chaser Newsroom to kick things off. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. In an effort to increase Labor's diversity, Anthony Albanese has declared himself a diverse candidate after his Ancestry.com results revealed he is actually 0.05% electable. Despite his Italian heritage, a search on Ancestry.com revealed he is descended from a long line of failed, forgettable Labor leaders, including Kim Beasley, Simon Crean and that last guy. 
The Jehovah's Witnesses have undergone major rebranding and renamed themselves Jehovah's Shh, you didn't say anything. The revamp comes in an effort to distance themselves from anything to do with the idea that witnesses should be trusted or required to do any sort of mandatory reporting of the truth. Controversial backbencher George Christensen has been slammed for creating vaccine hesitancy after supporting ivermectin as an alternative treatment. And in completely unrelated news, ivermectin has recently been acclaimed as the miracle cure-all for herpes, chlamydia, syphilis and susceptibility to horseshit. Those are the latest headlines from the Chaser's satire slave shed. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. The Chaser Report. More news. Less often. Now, our very good friend Vic Zerbst is here to tell us about her favourite day of the year. Hey, Vic. Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah, good. So what, what, why was yesterday your favourite day? Oh, my God. It literally was the light of the dark year. It was the Met Gala. What is the Met Gala? Okay, so it's like a costume gala. For the, you know, the Met in, in New York? Yeah, it's the like Metropolitan Museum the of Metropolitan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so it's a museum yeah, of, like, yeah. arts and stuff, and they do, like, a costume exhibition or whatever and so they have like all like celebrities and like important people dress up in the craziest outfits based on the craziest theme and this year i mean this year okay this year kind of blew me away in a weird way because the theme was like so it was all about it was called in america a lexicon of fashion so all these celebrities and it was like co-chaired by like Billie Eilish, Timothy Chalamet, Amanda Gorman, Naomi Osaka. So they're trying to get really young people on board. They're trying to make it really fresh, trying to make it really new. And all it is, you guys, is just celebrities wearing looks. And then people take pictures of them and they put them on the internet and then conversations happen. And that, and that's it. That's, that's it. it. And that's why I just like sit there and I'm like, okay, show me these looks. And I'm just looking at looks. So it's basically red carpet without having to then watch the Oscars at the end. <laughs> Which is a plus. Yeah, yeah that, that's exactly yeah, right. what it is. It's just for the look. As our fashion correspondent, Vic, mm. what were some of the hot looks this, this year? Okay, it's a great question. So I'm not sure if you guys know um, Kim Kardashian. Kim I have Kardashian heard the name. Ne- never heard of it. So she is kind of famous. She was um, OJ Simpson's, one of his lawyers or friends, Robert Kardashian's daughters. Um, and then she like um, started all these businesses and was like a reality star. But she wore an entirely black from head to toe outfit. She looked like a shadow. Wow. She was like, she existed in negative space, which I think, I think says a lot. Like I really like to read into these, mm. into these looks. I feel like she wore, like she was basically a shadow of herself. I, I've always like, felt so that Kim occupied a negative space. That actually <laughs> seems consistent. <laughs> Was it was it a Muslim thing? Was it sort of no, no? It was just like in solidarity you know it was? with. The... It was like a morph suit. Really? Yeah. Oh right! Yeah. Oh right! So is it like um, she's going to like some... Abba? She was like was in a three D outfit. Is that what you mean? I can't describe it anymore. She was in a morph suit. It was all black, and there was like a trail behind it, and you could see her figure because it was all tight fitting, and she had it over her face. She just looked like. Peter Pan's shadow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, okay. I'm now interested. Okay. What, what else was it? Well, this there? is what I'm saying. It's so cool. So one of my favorite musicians, Frank Ocean, carried a robot baby, a baby robot. <laughs> and did the robot work? It just like, I think it kind of moved its mouth a bit. He had like this, his green hair and he carried like a baby robot. Um, 
Uh, Lil Nas X wore this incredible gold cape and then he took it off and revealed like a C-3PO look. He literally was C-3PO. <laughs> I just saw Kim Kardashian outfit. I didn't quite get a sense of how entirely body covering it was. It's like it's less revealing than like the full burqa. Yes. <laughs> Extraordinary. So Lil Nas X um, was C-3PO. That, that figures to me. I can... I can completely see him owning that. Yeah, and it was kind of like, you know, American American fashion. Um, Billie Eilish did like this Marilyn Monroe like gown. Like she had like the blonde hair. She was channeling a lot of like 1950s era kind of celebrity was like conjured through the imagery. Um, and then it also, wait a second, it gets political. Cara really? Delevingne wore this white outfit and it said Peg the Patriarchy on it. Ooh, nice. I like what that. does Peg mean in that context? Oh, my God. I'm obsessed that you've asked that question, Dom. I'm so excited you've asked. Do you you know what pegging is? Uh, No. Oh, my God. I'm so happy right now. I actually could cry. I feel like the the guy in that sketch that you did with Charles. Literally, I'm like so happy. Charles, do you know what pegging is? Isn't pegging that? No, that's scissoring. Oh, that's (laughs) scissoring. Oh, my God. Yeah, at least I know what scissoring is. Okay. Pegging is when a girl... No, I'm pretty sure. I I don't want to gender it, but it's when someone... No, I'm going to say, like, usually a woman will put on a strap-on dildo and have anal sex with a man. Right. So a a guy wants to get pegged. So So, a guy will be like, yeah. So fuck patriarchy up the ass. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, wow. Okay. The only thing is patriarchy would probably enjoy it. But yes. Well, possibly. Oh, my God. You guys have to look up pegging after this. This is so exciting. This is like the whole, like, this is the the raison d'etre of the episode is Mm. you guys learning what pegging is. Um, That's the episode title. Charles and Dom learn what pegging is. I think we're just going to lock that in right now. (laughs) I'm so happy right now. Um, Peg the podcast. Can I tell you, this is why I love the Met Gala because these are the conversations that you get to have. And um, Mm, finally, this is a political one. AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She rocked up at the gala in a white gown. With the lettering on the back of her gown, tax the rich. I like that, particularly at the Met Gala, where she's basically, everyone who sees her dress is like, oh, that refers to me. Oh, yeah. Like, she would have been the brokest person in the room, let's be honest. No, truly. I mean, I think celebrities have to pay like $35,000 to go to this thing. She wouldn't have. Like, there's no no, way she's getting in, she's getting comped. But it is, it's a, um, it's a fundraiser. So they yeah. raise funds for the museum. Um, but it's so crazy. And then, of course, we had the drama with Nicki Minaj saying that, because um, the Met Gala is like making everyone get vaxxed. Yep. And then Nicki Minaj was like, no, I'm not going to get vaxxed. Have you just heard about this? I saw the tweet. Yeah. It was so weird. What was it, What exactly was her oh. reasoning again? Yeah, it's so crazy. And her whole thing was like, I, like I'm like i not going to get vaxxed just because the Met Gala wants me to be vaxxed. And then she used this like story, this little anecdote that I honestly, I'm like, have been a Nicki Minaj fan. I'm a bit of a barb. She's so funny. She's really clever. And part of me is like, is this like, what is this? Like, mm. is this, I was like, is this some kind of like meta like irony kind of like i don't know what it is but she goes like my cousin in trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent his testicles became swollen but, no but isn't the point that um clearly her cousin got an std weeks before the wedding <laughs> so it's probably that's the woman probably why it got pulled off yeah but also yeah. surely the author of the song anaconda is in favor of obscene swelling in the genital region <laughs> of men <laughs> i saw that i saw that song no i like that I like everyone should have swollen balls because they're saying that the vaccine, some Pfizer vaccines or whatever, like make your boobs bigger if you're a girl. I have read this. that. I have read that. Yeah, yeah. but it goes that. away. So it, it's not necessarily all bad, is it? Like, I think it's terrible. 
No, but no, no, but may, no, maybe not the breast, but swelling of the groinal area. That's not necessarily bad, is it? Charles, you've had Pfizer. You've actually had this vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> um, has it affected you in this matter? <laughs> yeah. No. Well. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I don't want to comment on the size of my balls. I had I Astra, and I'm fine. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But you see what I mean? Like the Met Gala, you guys. <laughs> I just wish Australia had something like that. Well, oh my god, they. I think they tried to do like a powerhouse museum costume gala last year, and there was like this big scandal <laughs> with like money laundering or, or there's there's something going on. I'm just I don't know what it is, but I think that's so funny because even that wasn't like funny fun costumes. I totally agree. The idea of having a super Australiana kitsch Met Gala. Is my dream, and I think I know what I'm supposed to do with the rest of my life. We should make it happen. Australian Met Gala for the benefit of um, the Museum of Words. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> that's a deep cut Truly. from Charles's biography, by the way. Okay, we'll do it. Well, we'll put it on. Vic, thank you for all of those donations to our uh, Museum of Words. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This episode is brought to you by Arbitrary Ways to Improve the Analytics for our podcast Average Listen Time. If you add up the amount of times Charles said the word IF in this episode and you comment that number, you'll get a special prize. Now, the US has left Afghanistan, but uh, not entirely. Alexa has been following this story. Hey, Alexa. Hey, hey. Yeah, it's a depressing story after a depressing 20 years, but... um. There was, this, there was this final act in Afghanistan for the US, a little parting gift to remember them by. Oh, yeah. uh, it was a, a drone strike. Oh, um, I was wondering if it was yeah. going to be like a little party or something or some gifts or... I mean, look, there were lots of people there. There were children. There was all, It was, was kind of like a party. But um, no, it, it, it all started about two weeks ago when they were evacuating Kabul and you had those huge crowds at the airport and there were warnings of a terrorist attack, which ended up happening. You had a uh, suicide bombing. 169 Afghanis died, 13 US soldiers, and ISIS-K took responsibility. So yeah, it was, it was a pretty <laughs> pretty horrible situation. It was. But um, what was super, super weird for me, now I don't want to get too conspiratorial, but um, like less than 24 hours after the explosion, the US launched drone strikes that killed the planners of the terrorist attack. And this felt weird to me because I was like, how did you do it so fast? Like if you, yeah. knew, if you knew who the planners were, if they're on your radar, couldn't you have like had a word with them before the attack? Well, or- it's a bit odd, isn't it, that they were able to, like, they knew that the attack was going to happen, but they didn't stop it, but then so quickly they were able to avenge it. That's an, yeah, uh, it was, it's an it interesting was, timeline, certainly. What, what it turned out, it wasn't actually conspiratorial. It's just much simpler in that they didn't really know who they killed and they don't know how many people they killed. Um, <laughs> it, it was quite horrible. So, um, Which is sort of symbolic, isn't it? Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, after 9-11, you know, they went into Iraq and Iraq had nothing to do with 9-11. <laughs> And so, the same way terrorist attack happened in Kabul, you just killed yeah. some people. That's yeah, they, they got out the way they got in, you know. Yeah. Just <laughs> it's important to remember yeah. that um, indiscriminate, barbaric civilian casualties was how this war started. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's good to see it ending on the same note, I suppose, is it? <laughs> so uh, who were they? Who, who did they uh, It's kill? so bad. So, I mean, the, the Pentagon claimed that the target, this guy called Zamari Ahmadi, worked for ISIS and his car was packed with explosives and that's why they drone-struck him. But it turns out, um, so there were quite a few investigations into this, the big one by the New York Times. Um, the guy was actually probably like the opposite of what an ISIS person is, like the furthest possible thing away from it. Yeah, can you, can you guys guess like what the opposite of an ISIS person is? Like someone who runs a McDonald's in Kabul? Oh, so close. <laughs> very, very close. Really? Actually, almost spot on. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly healthier though. He, he runs a, a some sort of food ch- like a grocer or something. He gives out food aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was he was an aid worker. No, he oh worked, no, was he, he? He worked for not only that he worked for a California based NGO called Nutrition and Education International. What? So they they set up all these soybean factories in Afghanistan to fight <laughs> malnutrition. They executed a soybean oh. charity worker. They got the vegans. They shot down a vegan. <laughs> and they shot him down. Essentially, what he does is he gets in his car and he drives around and distributes food to displaced people because obviously. There's mm. been a war for the past 20 years in Afghanistan and people need food. Which looks a bit like terrorist activity, doesn't it? Because it's sort of like this suspicious vehicle packed with beans going around. Beans are quite <laughs> explosive, I hear. So did they think that the explosives in the car, was it actually sacks of soybeans? They would have tracked the gas emissions coming from the houses. It, it was even less explosive than soybeans. It was literally just water. Um, so what happened again? Because Afghanistan's a bit a bit fucked um, from the war. This guy didn't have running water at his house. So oftentimes from work, he'd fill up canisters with water and put them in his car and take them home. Well, you would, wouldn't you? But the issue is, I guess, if you're being watched through a satellite... Mm. You could That could look like anything, I guess. Yeah, it was probably some sort of explosive liquid. That's what they say. Um, yes. So anyway, he, he fills his car up with water and he drives back home. Um, uh, I mean, it's devastating because like, I think that... From the interviews with people there, apparently it's like a bit of a tradition that he gets home and he's surrounded by children because they get there to like, um, he lets them drive his car into the courtyard and all these kind of classic cute parent things. Oh my God, this is just monstrous. It's horrible. Yeah, so 10 people died, seven children and this guy. Seven children. Yeah, yeah. So they got into this war because their intelligence was too hopeless to spot 9-11 coming, even though you had people training at flight schools on how to fly a plane but not bother about landing it. That didn't cause any red flags. And they've ended it by killing an aid worker who was flipping soybeans. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's horrible. And, um, I mean, even worse, so four days before he was killed, the NGO that he worked for applied for his family to receive refugee status in the U.S., so they were waiting to, to head out, essentially. They were, they were ready to go to the U.S. and they became one of the last victims of the war. Well, great. Well done, (laughs) Mr. President. Excellent work. So so this is The Chaser Report. It's a a comedy podcast. Yeah. Um, Just search for it in the comedy section of your podcast app. Just going to go and cry now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode is brought to you by Arbitrary Ways to Improve the Analytics for our podcast average listen time. You know, it's scientifically proven that leaving the chaser report on repeat in your infant's room will boost brain development by 15%. Try it out and get your kids to leave a review so everyone can see just how smart they've become. Before we go, Dom, I, I think I should just bring to light something that's just in the public interest um, and shows you what an extraordinary commitment Christian Porter has to transparency. What's he done now? Yesterday, he actually released documents about where his million-dollar legal fees uh, funding is coming from because he's a parliamentarian. He's only on a few hundred thousand dollars a year. A mere 370 grand. He's strapped. He's strapped for cash. He can't afford the million-dollar legal bill that he racked up uh, suing the ABC for defamation. And so he released a statement, like, and everyone's been wondering, where is he getting his money from? And he and he released the documents yesterday on the parliamentary register. All oh, right, so we know the names, so we've got yes. full transparency on who's paying his bills. Who was it? Was it a billionaire, Twiggy Forrest, or Gina Reinhardt, or someone like that from WA? He is getting all his money from a blind trust, oh, legal services trust, right, and. He states, quote, as a potential beneficiary, I have no access to information about the conduct and funding of the trust. So case closed. He doesn't know where the money's coming from. Oh, well, we'll just have to all accept that it's all above board. So it was completely transparent. He released all that he knew, which was nothing. Yes, that's right. Completely upfront with his lack of information about where the money came from. Look, and I don't see any problem with politicians receiving millions of dollars of funding from anonymous donors. I just can't see any problem I want to make it very clear, particularly given his track record with defamation, that I don't think Christian Porter's integrity would in any way be compromised Mm. because he doesn't know who it is. He's got no idea. So when he goes into Parliament and votes, he won't possibly be able to vote in the interest of the person who gave him a million dollars. That would never happen because he doesn't know. I mean... One thing it does open up, though, is the possibility of spitballing who could be in that trust because he doesn't know. He doesn't know. So we could we, we could know. just have a guess. We could I mean, guess. It could be, for all we know, it could be the Taliban. Funny. It could be the Taliban. And in actual fact, you know, given the, the, the values, uh, you know, it might actually be quite a good alignment. Um, it could be Donald Trump. Donald Trump could say, look, this is a fellow traveller. Accusations have been yeah. made. Yes. I'm going to give him a million dollars. Maybe it's from Tr- uh, Donald could be the Chinese Communist Party. It could be the Chinese you know, Communist Party. It's it's happened to other politicians that they, they get money out of the Chinese Communist Party. That's true, although <laughs> they resigned. But anyway, it also makes me think, Charles, Yeah. do we need a blind trust for our legal expenses? <laughs> what a great idea. I, I think I wanted just a blind trust for, you know, buying Apple equipment. Yes, like, that's oh, actually true. <laughs> Can people donate to the... Chaser blind trust for the new iPhone. That would be enormously handy. Yeah. Charles and I both have discussed uh, in, in between the beginning of the show and now how much we want to buy the new Apple Watch and the new iPhone. So, yeah. um, But we'll it's set still, it up. like Apple's still on its way out. Like I still maintain, within a year, you won't even know what Apple is. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The podcast part of the company isn't entirely cancelled yet. In fact, we desperately need you to write something about us on there to help the show, to help us make more money for this free service that we provide. Our gears and road microphones are part of the ACAST Creator Network. See you tomorrow.
Säg igen.